see, this is where artists need to one um, listen to these podcasts so they can hear what I'm about to say. Five Twenty Collective, where music meets ministry, and the indie artists take center stage. Ride through my old town, old me, ocean. Might need boats, cry oceans. Here, float down my old child. Feel so broke, no hope round here. Been trying to cope since like oh one. Better slow down for your coastline. You might ocean. What's up, and welcome to the final episode of season two here on the 520 Collective Podcast. As always, we are in the field on the Track Stars Podcasting Network. Yeah, man. You know what it is. This is where music meets ministry and the indie artist takes center stage. I am Eric Boston here with my brother, with my co-host, with the guy who kind of makes this whole thing run, really, if we're going to be honest, Mr. Nate Shelton. What's up, man? Yeah, don't don't put that on me. Dude, it's on you. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the title, dude. Like, all no, questions, no concerns, inquiries, hit up Nate. Where are they going to hit you up, Nate? You can hit me up at ericboston. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Twitter is at I am underscore Nate Dog. That's I am underscore Nate Dog. I do all my CHH work there. And you can uh, follow everything going on with the latest in CHH news on my Twitter page. That's what's up. So make sure you hit up Nate. Let him know what's up. And uh, any complaints, he's got you taken care of. So there we go. There we go. And guys, you can follow me on social media as well. Uh, I'm on Twitter as well as on Parlor. Both of those, it is at EricBoston3. That's at EricBoston. And the number three, hit us up. Let us know what's up. Of course, you can follow 520 Collective across social media, including Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, yeah, that's all 520CHH. So make sure you follow us there. And this episode of the 520 Collective Podcast is being sponsored by Honesty and his new single, Peep Game. Make sure you go check that out from our guy, Honesty. The single is in collaboration with the crew that's known as LMG. Uh, that stands for Like-Minded Gang. And that drops on December 18th. It is a bar-heavy, cypher-style track that showcases the lyrical talent of the LMG Collective. So make sure to go out and support Peep Game from Honesty featuring LMG. Nate, man, what's been going on this past month, man? It's crazy that we are at the end of Season 2. Right? The last episode means 2020 is almost over. And we all let out a big sigh of relief. (laughs) But now the last month, you know, there's been some great uh, independent music dropping. I know we, you and I have both talked about it. Uh, we don't really talk about him much here, but Montel Fish dropped a new project, Camp Lukewarm. We both think that's one of the best projects out this year. Definitely probably going to be a lot of people's top tens. Uh, so go check that album out. It's really, really well done. I really don't know much else to say about that, but also, personally for me, Klesso um, dropped his debut project. I really liked how he put that together. Didn't really know what to expect. And I thought it was really well done. So, 
Yeah, man. Uh, other than did that, you, music, see, did you happen to see a class on the track star show? I missed that, unfortunately. I'll have to go back and check that out. Yeah, man. It, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. But no, I'm with you, man. Um, Camp Lukewarm. Um, dude, like, surpri- surprising how good it was. I mean, to be honest with you. Like, I mean, I think people knew it was going to be good, right? Um, but dang, man. Like, it's, it's one of those like special projects man like I, I really feel like that like it's one that's going to have long life to it yeah it's getting a getting talked about in a lot of different spaces so if you like i said if you guys have not checked that out give it a listen definitely gonna uh enjoy it when you do so yeah man make put that on your list for sure for sure and of course man uh nate you know we held our own little challenge um, between the last podcast and now, um, kind of working with our guy, Oze, he released the track worldwide featured one K few, and we had the worldwide remix challenge, uh, where people got a chance to drop their verses, uh, for the opportunity to be on the remix of, of the worldwide can't get tired track. And dude, like, it, it was pretty cool and I, I was just, you know, thrilled that we got to partner up with some really good artists within the indie Christian hip hop space for this thing to make it really special for the winner. I mean, not only is it, um, p- produced by Poetics, but we were able to hop on the phone with our friends over at Culture Villains and, and get to talk to Cam, pitch him the idea of hopping on this, uh, on this remix he checked out the track he's like yeah man i can skate on this send it my way so we got him and we're like well if we're gonna get cam we need one more person so we get four people on this remix kind of even it out and we hit up um our girl uh vaz uh she is gonna be on this remix as well and we're pretty excited because both of those two are some of the kind of you know really true exciting you know, newer voices in the space, man. And to get them on there with Oze and 1K Few, we're like, man, we're giving someone an opportunity, whoever's going to win this challenge. Um, Nate, what, what did you feel about the challenge, man? Like, what did you think of the response to it? I thought the response was pretty good. We had some great uh, great nominees, some great submissions that uh, made it a little difficult to decide who was going to come out on top. But, yeah, getting cam to uh put a verse on there and solashi which if you haven't heard solashi vaz she's one of the better lyricists in our space and probably does not get the recognition she deserves so if you uh want to know more about her go check her out on whatever device you're streaming on listen to her music but yeah those two combined with Jose's, you know you got 1k on the track it just is it's going to make it a great song. Yeah, man. And we, you know, obviously made the announcement that out of those submissions, like you said, they were tough, man. We had people coming out of the woodwork for it. We had some of the top challenge guys, you know, including Mitch Durrell. We had BRM that dropped a, uh, a verse for it. And it, it was a tough, very tough uh, voting uh, for the staff, man, to figure out who was going to be the winner. But ultimately, uh, we got 
Brickface. He is a kind of new to us artist, but man, he kind of came out swinging with his verse, and we thought it just it fit with the song. You know, we thought he did his thing on it. So he was the winner of the worldwide challenge. So that's Brickface. Um, Nate, I know you were behind you know him as the winner as well like what was it about his submission that made you feel like yeah this is the guy that we need to pick well one you know i thought the way he did his verse really fit well with the concept of the song but he just the flow was real i mean like we talked about he skated on it and he just came out spitting and really think he did a much better job than um everybody else in the long run yeah man yeah man so nate we think back to the november episode of the podcast uh one thing that was pretty cool that i was glad we were able to do is we were were able to announce our 2020 rookie of the year nominees and of course we held some voting on our twitter account um let people go in and cast their votes to help us narrow it down to uh, some finalists for this award. And right now, we're just going to take a moment and, I guess, just announce those finalists, man. We didn't know if it was going to be two, three, how many uh, we were going to end up with. Um, you know, we kind of based it on what we saw results-wise from the fan vote. Uh, but we got three finalist selections and I think they're three pretty good ones, man. Like, let the people know who, who's the finalist for our 2020 Rookie of the Year. Finalists for the Rookie of the Year, after all the voting on social media, we got Just Call Me DT, BRM. We, of course, he's a friend, a uh, guy we've been working with uh, quite often here. And we also have Hugh Holla. And I got to be honest, before. He was nominated. I wasn't real familiar with him, but he definitely is well worth the nominee. And if you, again, need to be refreshed on who he is like I did, go check him out. Hugh Holla. Got kind of an old old throwback sound to him. If you like Boom Bap, definitely Hugh Holla is your guy. And Just Call Me DT really has burst on this uh, season, this year. Um coming out with uh, EP also did a Broward County remix here recently that was really well done so DT just call me DT is uh, one of those guys that you need to be watching out in the near future yeah man I think you know the nominees you know the, the initial nominees were are, it's a very good list and watching the vote and, and kind of keeping track of that you know while we had it open it was um, you know, it was really cool to see, like, you know, the fan support and who was coming out and, and casting their votes for who. And like you said, man, I mean, we got three very talented artists here in the, uh, as our finalist. And so now it's up to the 520 staff to really, you know, maybe lock ourselves in a room, man, and hash it out and figure out who's going to be our 2020 rookie of the year. Um, but we're going to get that figured out, man. And, and if you want to know who ultimately gets crowned 
Rookie of the Year. Make sure you're following us again across social media is at 520CHH. Make sure you're coming to 520collective.com because we are going to announce our 2020 Rookie of the Year on January 1st via our website. Of course, we'll be dropping that information on social medias as well. But like Nate was saying, you know, you got Hugh Hollow who came over from kind of a, you know, a mainstream background. Uh, got saved, came over to the CHH side and has been, you know, he put up a pretty nice debut project showing why he got a nod as a potential nominee. BRM worked crazy hard this year, uh, dropped three total projects, two solo, one collab project. Uh, hard to find anyone that works harder than him except for maybe like Zay Hill or someone like that but BRM he's constantly working constantly putting out music and then like like you said Nate uh just call me DT man I mean you know he's one of those guys he doesn't have the biggest catalog but man what he drops is is polished you know it's it you can tell the potential you know where he's high quality he puts he puts a lot of work into his music you can tell it's I'm really looking forward to what the future has for him. Yeah, man. So make sure you uh, you guys rock with us. Hit up the website uh, on New Year's Day and find out who's going to be our 2020 Rookie of the Year. So, Nate, we got a few minutes here. And one thing we always like to do is talk about um, what we've been reading. You know, we, we for people who maybe don't know, we do uh, staff devotionals here at 520 Collective where we read through different devotional series, talk about how they're impacting us um, and, and kind of what God's saying to us through them. And we've been, we just finished up a, what I felt was like a really interesting devotional. What'd you think, man? I thought it was really, really insightful. I mean, we talked about, or it was about Elisha, which <laughs> Full honesty, I thought I really knew the story of Elisha because grew up in church. You hear all those Old Testament stories, you know, the felt board. And I'm old enough to remember the felt board and the characters. And but you just reread those stories, and it's just amazing the life that he lived while he was a prophet. And just I mean, it's all boils down to his willingness to obey God and his direction on his life. I think we were talking about how, you know, the some of the if you're familiar with the story of Elisha, how crazy how some of those uh, his stories were just stuff you would not think would be normal. I just off the top of my head, he's walking down the road to I would I guess our teenage kids are making fun of his bald head, calls out a bear and eats the kids. Yeah, it's dude, that like, kind of stuff. <laughs> dude, e- Elisha's wild, man. Uh, you know, he, like, like the, the stuff from his story, you know, from the, from the time that, um, you know, he's the chosen person who's going to re- replace Elijah, right? And, and they come and, and he leaves and just even the way he left to follow Elijah during his last days. Like from that point on, man, like it's crazy. Like everything's wild. Like you said, you got him, you got some of the other, you know, kind of prophets and guys that's hanging out with them and they're, they're walking in through town and these kids, however old they were, they're not very smart and they start making fun and laughing uh, at these guys. And next thing you know, Elisha's like, guess what? You're bear food. Um, 
And this is a man yeah, of God, just... dude. This is a man of God. <laughs> That's what makes it. I, I don't want to say hilarious, but it's hilarious. Like I'm just gonna be honest. Yeah, I with mean, you. there are those funny store funny ironic stories in the bible and that's one of them but when you look at the whole story of elisha it's just a story of like i said of being obedient to god because you have the story of naaman who had leprosy and and was told that elisha could cure him he simply tells him to dunk himself in the jordan river seven times which if anybody knows the jordan river from what i've heard and been told it's dirty and gross and nobody would ever think to get clean in it and he finally even finally obeys and does what he he commanded and lo and behold leprosy is gone but it's just those simple little stories throughout his life that if you follow what god is leading you to do and be obedient to his calling you're going to be blessed and i think that's really what i came down came away with after reading the whole story of Elisha beyond the weird and bizarre ways that things happened is just I mean is God showing you hey look these are this is not normal people are going to look at you funny just follow my what I'm telling you and things will work out and it's just time after time through the devotional and the stories is examples of that all throughout Elisha's life yeah, man, I think uh, I'm, I'm there with you, man. I think that we expect things to be like kind of on this grand scale, right? Or, or they have to meet certain criteria for it to work. Um, you know, and, and what Elijah shows us is, man, this could be kind of basic, maybe even to the point where a normal person's gonna be like, there's no way this is gonna work, right? Um, you talk about the, the, the couple whose son died and they come in there like, Elijah, you know, he, our, our son has died. We're, we're, you know, we're struggling. We are grieving. Can you do anything? And Elisha comes in. They've got the, the, the boy's body laying in a bed. And Elisha's just like, I'm going to lay down on him, basically, <laughs> right? And he lays down right. on him, uh, and, and then nothing happens. He gets up, he looks at him, he's like, I guess I'll lay down on him again. <laughs> you know, let me try this a second time. And at that point, the the boy, you know, the life is breathed back into the boy, and he gets up. But, um, you know, like... Uh, most people be like, you, you kind of squashed him once and it didn't work. You're going to do it again. Right. <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, I, I think that's the thing to take away is like, Hey, just believe, be confident and, and don't worry about it being a show, right? Like just go about what you need to do, what God's telling you to do. So definitely I think it's a good, um, a real good devotional. Uh, I'm excited that we got to read it. I'm excited for this new one that we have going and uh, finding out what we get to talk about next month, man, really. Um, but, Nate, you know what time it is, man. We got to feature a song. It is that time. We got to feature a song, dude. And with it being the holidays, it's probably good to have something kind of holiday-related, right? So um, we've got a so new... Monica song, correct? Do what? So we got a Hanukkah song, right? Yes. As a matter of fact, we do. Our guy, Riley Michael, you know. No, I'm kidding. He, well, it is Riley Michael, uh, but it is not a Hanukkah song. It is 
a new Christmas song by our guy Riley, and it is called 2020 Christmas. That's 20 slash 20 Christmas. And he released this uh, about a week ago. Um, excited to check it out, man. You, you ready to jump into it? Let's jump into it. All right, let's check y'all it out. Like, y'all like. Merry Christmas, y'all. <laughs> uh, yeah, shout out to Omen. Man, you're a legend, bro. Time for the 520 Podcast Song Breakdown, sponsored by Show Me Price Records. All right, guys, that was 2020 Christmas by Riley Michael. And this song breakdown, as always, is being brought to you 
by our guys at Show Me Christ Records. Check them out, showmechristrecords.com. Uh, they are an independent label in St. Louis, Missouri. They've got a lot of cool stuff going on. Check out their website, merch, playlist, you know, kind of the, the, they run the gamut over there at Show Me Christ. So hit up showmechristrecords.com. Support Daryl and the team, including their artist, Jude. Uh, like I said that really deserve it, man. I'm glad that they are. Um, just some people that we have been able to connect with uh, since we've started the platform here at 520 Collective. But, Nate, I got to know, man, what did you think of 2020 Christmas by Riley Michael? I really, really dug this Christmas song. Uh, he did a fantastic job with it. Um, kind of, for me, had a, kind of like a vibe to a 90s slow jam type song, the beat and rhythm to it. But overall, I mean, the production was great. His vocals were great on it. The, the theme of the song was just all about slowing down and taking time to enjoy the holiday, which this year, is, to me, is more important than ever, just because of a nonstop year that 2020 has been, is just take time and enjoy the holiday season. Remember what it's really about. And soak it all in instead of letting life pass you by. Yeah, man, I'm with you. So, like, whenever it comes to, like, a holiday song or, like, you know, just something a little different like this with with hip-hop in particular, I feel like there's very little, like, in-between areas. Like, either it's done well or it's kind of corny, right? Um, Right, right. uh, Yeah, I've... I rarely do I hear uh, something like this and just be like, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> you know, uh, it's either not, yeah, I, I, I like it or nah, that ain't it. Um, and so like you said, I feel like Riley did a good job, man, uh, of putting something together. And while he had some of those like kind of, well, I guess what we would consider traditional elements, you know, like some certain language that he used in there. Um, I think he also did a great job of making it unique and making it relevant and using the opportunity to talk about, you know, issues that he's kind of struggled with, right? Like he's, he's talking about how, Hey, in past Christmases, it's not always been a good time of the year for me personally, but this year, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really being intentional about trying to change that and make it different, um, and like you said, I mean, I feel like the overall sound on this was good. Uh, I feel like his his verses were well written. His his deliveries, um, you know, kept me interested in the track. Um, there's even that like breakdown kind of bridge type part of the track where he has a little bit of like a play on Silent Night even in there. Um, so I thought that was really well incorporated. Overall, very good track, man. Yeah, I just, I mean, I don't know more to say, but it was really good. And uh, it would be definitely be a song you need to put on your Christmas playlist if that's the type of mood, mode you're going for on Christmas. I know a lot of people like the traditional Christmas songs, like I was raised on, but if you got that holiday hip-hop Christmas music... Add that to your playlist because it's one of my newer favorite Christmas songs. Yeah, man. 
yeah, definitely, you know, hit us up on social media. Let us know what you think of 2020 Christmas by Riley Michael or go to anchor.fm slash 520 collective and leave us a voicemail. Give us the feedback. What'd you think of it? Uh, definitely interested to hear your thoughts. So Nate, man, uh, you know, this is the, the last segment for us until 2021 and we hit season three of the podcast, but we do have another segment coming up with our industry insider interview uh an exciting way to finish out season two we have on beat music mr ob himself in our interview segment so let's toss it over to that man if you're ready let's do it let's hear hear what ob has to say all right guys stick around for the interview with ob and we will make sure that we come back and catch up with you guys Yes, I'm going to go there. I'm going to take it to that point. We will see you next year at this point. So, hope you enjoy the interview with On Beat Music from uh, Critique Fridays on Rapzilla, in-house producer at RMG. It was a great one, great opportunity to uh, talk with someone with a lot of insight to the CHH thing. We'll see you next time. Hey guys, what's up? This is Eric with 520 Collective in the 520 Collective Podcast. I want to talk to you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way possible to make a podcast. Let me break it down for you. One, it's free. That's right. No cost to use Anchor. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you. So if you want to get on platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and many, many more, then it's really, really easy, guys. You just set up an Anchor account at anchor.fm. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Again, make money, no minimum listeners. You're not going to find that anywhere else. It's everything you need to make a podcast, and it's all in one place. So go right now and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And make sure you let them know you heard it on 520 Collective podcast welcome to this month's industry insider interview brought to you officially by what's up welcome to another industry insider interview here on the 520 collective podcast as always our interviews are being sponsored by the bookkeeper 24 7 check them out at the bookkeeper 247.com where they have a lot of great christian hip-hop content and coverage over there so make sure you go and support those guys the bookkeeper 24 7 and this month i'm super excited for this one guys uh we've got um you know he's one of the the main dudes in this space and you can learn a lot from him uh, if you watch him on friday nights i know you get a lot of good insight uh but it is on beat music mr ob from rapzilla's uh critique fridays joining me now on the track stars podcast network phone line how you doing sir how's it going everybody how y'all doing man thanks thanks for having me appreciate it yeah man for sure so um besides critique show which we're going to get into a little bit later you are um i would say a producer extraordinaire especially for this uh christian hip-hop space man so what what have you had going on lately um well (laughs) you know that's kind of a loaded question (laughs) um Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of it is more. I've I've actually been on a break, um, trying to get. uh, I was going through a lot through this whole time, Uh, so 
Uh, some of you guys know, but yeah, I had, we had, me and my wife, we pretty much, uh, we lost our, our baby. So it, um, it, it's been a month in a few weeks now, like almost a month and a half, but, uh, we're, we're getting through it. And that whole time, I just, this whole time I just actually been on break. I mean, uh, I, I'm still doing critique Fridays, um, just for the sake of bringing in some type of income. Uh, but like production wise, I've actually put a lot of it at a halt. Well, I had put a lot of it on halt. Now I'm starting to get right back into the groove of it. I literally today, right before, right before I came on here, I was on a, on a, a zoom session, like a zoom studio session that, um, I was doing with an artist. And, and so like, this was like my first real session back since everything happened. So, um, so yeah, man, I mean, actually I'm, I'm starting to get everything booked back up and a lot of people are trying to book with me again. And I mean, that's encouraging, like seeing a lot of people, uh, respect the fact that, you know, what, what we're going through, but then like be ready to work with me again as soon as I come right back in. So that that's been really cool. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, uh, and, and a lot of people, man, they know you, um, probably from working with like guys like Dylan Chase and um, some of the bigger names. But what's really cool is that you work with um, independent guys as well. So that is awesome. I mean, uh, first of all, before I d- d- j- jump into the question, uh, I totally should have said this first. Um, I-, I just want you guys to know that we have definitely been praying for you and your family on our end, man. Um, I know that um, that experience of losing a child like that and, uh, it's not something that I want anyone to go through. So definitely, um, it's it's good to hear that maybe there's a little bit of healing starting to happen there, man. Yeah, I mean, man, I it's it's something that honestly, I don't know if it gets talked about a lot. I don't think so. And the reason why I don't think so is because when I posted about what happened, I had mad crazy amount of people hit me up. And people that we know in our space, people, even like bigger name people that we know, uh, hit me up and tell me how they've been praying for me, but they can relate because they had the same situation happen to them, which was like insane to hear. Because I was like, this many of you guys had this going on. I had no clue. You know what I'm saying? And, um, And I know for me, going through it. It's been very difficult. I mean, I'm really big on mental health issues and stuff like that. I'm I'm a big like um, advocate for like a, a big voice to to talk about mental health and um, those who Christians who struggle with it in the church. Um, you know, I, I'm really big on that. So for me, and not to not to mention like what I struggle with through that process, it, it hit me even harder. You know, through, through the fact that I, I'm, I already struggle with depression, I already struggle with uh, anxiety, I, I, sh- I have insomnia, I have all these types of, I'm diagnosed with all these types of things, and yet, you know, an incident like this hit, hits me and my wife, and we're both like going through it, and it does something to your mental. So, hearing amount the amount of people that went through it that we know was like extremely surprising. I, I didn't, because I, I didn't never heard a lot of people actually say, Hey, you know, I'm going through this for sure. And I think that's one thing that, um, is maybe interesting to lose sight of, um, that whenever you're in a kind of a community like Christian hip hop, right. Where we're 
the, the focus is music, right? I think it's easy to lose sight of, man, there's real life happening at the same time. You know, check this segue out. I want to jump back over to your production stuff. Yeah, I'm going to give you a chance to flex here. So, you know, let, let, let's make it at, a, a small idol for a minute, I guess. You know, like, like I was saying earlier, you know, people, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but for real. So on your production side, though, like, like we said, you know, people know you, like, you've worked with some really great artists. Uh, I mean, you don't have to name your resume, you know, um, but I might ask you to a little bit, but you know, like I, I, whenever I think of you, I automatically think of Dylan Chase. You know, I watched the drifting documentary. I saw the relationship you guys have, and it's amazing. You know, that connection, who are some other artists that you've been able to work with that you just, you feel like there's that special bond that you have with them. Uh, I think another one right now that I've seen um, is Esso. Esso the Kid. Um, Esso was act- is actually like my second favorite rapper, like in Christian hip hop, like without a doubt. Like I-, I remember when I first heard him, I was like, "Bruh, like this is like super dope." Because I never heard a UK rapper really spit when I first heard him. So when I heard him and then the the type of beats that he was on, I was like, dude, this dude is insane. Like he's really good. And, um, like I had always made it a thing that I was, I was going to produce for him. And, and (laughs) I think I got the, when did I get the first chance to produce for dude? Oh, he moved. He ended, he ended up moving to San Antonio and I'm from San Antonio. So he from the UK to random San Antonio. I was like, "What? UK to San Antonio? That's that's a huge move." And in Texas, San Antonio, Texas, at that, I you know, I would have thought he would have moved to like New York or Florida or something like that. But nah, he was like San Antonio, and, and I was like, "Okay." So I'm always like, at that time, I had just moved to Oklahoma, but I was always going back home and visiting my family like every month and. We ended up connecting and then we made a record called, and, and that's the thing about Esso. Esso, he'll tell you to send him beats, but the best stuff that he makes is when you're wet right there with him. With me and Esso, when we get into the room in the same way, I feel, I feel the same connection. Um, the way I do with like when I work with Dylan, um, I feel like I have that type of bond too with, with no big deal. Um, and I've I've felt the the same thing too with with Derek Minor, so those those are like those four are people that I'm like if you got a project going like they're always hitting me up like Obi send me something Obi send me something send me something you know what I'm saying so let's talk about independent artists a little bit uh, guys that are coming up in this space because I know that um, I've known some guys who've gotten production from you. And obviously that's a, that's a huge opportunity for these guys, but I'm sure on your end, there's certain expectations or certain criteria that you're looking for as well. So if I'm an independent artist and I'm like, man, I'd love to get a beat from OB, like one, what's the what way that I should approach you? Cause I'm guessing I shouldn't just tag you on social media and say, Matt, shoot me a beat to my email or whatever. Um, what, so how do I approach you and what are you looking for if, in, in terms of if you're going to provide a beat to an artist that's maybe not as established? See, this is where artists need to one, um, 
listen to these podcasts so they can hear what I'm about to say. <laughs> and then uh, the other thing is artists, they need to learn how to read posts when I say certain things. Like some people just go and like posts on Instagram and they don't even know what I just put in the caption. I'll, I'll, I'll post like a batch of beats, right? And I'll put email me. That's the key word. Email me <laughs> to, and I give the email or I'll put link in my bio, hit me up there. Or there's those rare occasions where I'm like, and most of the time it's because I know they're going to go quick. I'll say, you can DM me right now. Preferably, if I don't say DM me, they're, they're, you just email me. Just email me. I always, I always provide an email. You can go to, like I said, the link in my bio, or you can go to onbeat music, um, dot net, and you'll find like if you go all the way down, it's, it's my link tree. You can go all the way down, and you'll see like the little envelope for the email. You can email me right there. Uh, if you need the email, it's onbeatmusicrmg at gmail dot com. <laughs> you can just hit me up there. And, and the thing is, uh, I'm not. I'm not fairly like I'm not going to like some people tell me like, man, I don't think I could be able to work with you. And I think a lot of it is like because they don't think they're that good or anything like that. And I don't I, don't, I mean, I'll be honest with them um, about that. But, you know, I really um, some people ask me like uh, in a recent interview, some people had asked me like, Obi, who do you want to work with right now that you haven't worked with yet? And I told them and I posted this on Twitter. I told them that, you know, I don't want to, I've always wanted to work with the big names. Whenever, like I first started, I was always wanting to work with like the Lecrae's and the Andy Minios, all that stuff. And, but now I just want to make those people. Yeah, man. Well, and like you said, I think, you know, anyone that's watched your Critique Friday shows, which we're going to jump into here in just a second, but I think they can see that heart in there as well, man. Um you know, again, guys, join me on the Track Stars Podcasting Network phone line. It is on Beat Music, uh, OB. Man, you, you were talking about hitting you up on social media. What's what's the best places for them to uh, hit you up or just follow you? I, I would say follow and support is the the primary thing there. Right, right. Um, I mean, you can you can follow me um, mainly on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I have Facebook. I mean, I have people that like my page on there, um, but. I feel like now Facebook has turned into like, and I said this the other day, I was like, it's turned into like a senior citizen's like home or something like that. Oh, it's way different. Like, way different. I feel like Facebook just became a bunch of old angry people now and that are just debating, arguing all the time. Like you can't post not even a funny thing without somebody just in your comments and grilling you bro so i mean <laughs> so if you want to follow me on facebook if you one of those people you can follow me on facebook but i'm not gonna debate with you <laughs> the other thing is like mainly yeah follow me on 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 um instagram uh, at on beat music and follow me on twitter at on beat music i'm always I, I like twitter a lot I'm, that's where i'm most vocal uh instagram you know I'm, I'm there posting stuff and doing stories and stuff like that too so yeah man so critique fridays man talk us talk to us about how this show just kind of came to be i started it actually before well critique fridays officially started about two and a half years ago um probably yeah 2018 i want to say that it officially started with rapzilla but 
it was it was just a i was just before it wasn't it didn't even have a name i was just like hey send me your music i'm gonna listen to it and i would do it on facebook back when before facebook was a big old you know war zone um but i i would actually get a lot of people on there man like there was like one time i had like 800 people in that in in, in a live i was like this thing got shared crazy amounts of, and a lot of it was because i was i was bringing people on on like and at the time obviously it was before pre uh corona and stuff so i was like traveling a lot and uh i had you know people like dylan on there i had people like other just other friends and um other artists artist friends that were just coming through and then i had like a, a grammy award-winning engineer with me one time and we were like he's a friend of mine shout out my boy malix um He's a Grammy Grammy Award winning engineer slash producer as well, and you know he he was there with me doing the the show, and it, it was just like it was it was just all fun and and dope. It was just like I would spend like maybe an hour at the most, and 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 it got like crazy, man. I was like, dude, I had like almost eight hundred people in this one. Uh, the that was like the last one that I had did, and then I got like really busy. I, I really loved it, but I just couldn't handle it at the time just because of the amount of stuff that I was doing. I was doing touring. I was I was doing all that stuff. Uh, just started DJing, was like an in-house producer at, at RMG. That had just started for me. And, and then I was like already, I was dating my now wife at the time. So um, it, it was just like craziness, you know, so I couldn't really keep up with it. And um, and then it went on from there. It just it just started building and building and building. And then so Friday nights. What time does it start? Because I know it runs for a while. But what what time does it start? And <laughs> where all can people tune in? Because I know it's available on several different platforms. Sure. Uh, so it starts at eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and uh, I go, man. Honestly, like I go. Last night we went till four a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. And I literally, yeah, you, you got that real <laughs> man a, strength, dude. <laughs> well, I mean, like I said, I have insomnia, bro. So I mean, I stay up, and 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 yeah. I'm a producer, so I'm always like night owl type stuff, and um, it's not good. It's not good. I admit, Friday is usually like that day that I'm like I'm almost all nighter type stuff, but um, but yeah, man, it, it, we do that, and and you can you can submit. Um, now we have a we have like a Linktree website, you know, website slash Linktree, whatever. Um, so you can go to critiquefridays.com actually now, and you can get you can you can email me there. There's a video that tells you the email, <laughs> and there's a video that explains like um, about the priority list, and you know, I've had people get mad about that whole situation too because they're all like, "Oh, you're you're a Christian, it's supposed to be free," and it's like, no, it's not like that <laughs> so so yeah man um yeah we you can you can go there email uh there's a there's a button there at the bottom of the link tree that has a little envelope and you can email your song through there so okay and then it's on youtube i know you can see it on Twitter, oh, yes, right? Yeah. i mean yeah so like we're on rapzilla's instagram we're on rapzilla's uh youtube rapzilla's uh facebook Rapzilla's uh, tw- uh, Twitch channel, by the way, like man, I'm really trying to build that up because I got more stuff coming up with that. Uh, but 
uh, Rabzilla's Twitch channel and also on Twitter, uh, on Rabzilla's Twitter and Periscope because they're pretty much one and the same now. So, right. Yeah. Awesome. So make sure you guys tune in Friday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern. So I'm, again, that independent artist that maybe I've not been doing this real long and I'm debated about, you know, man, this is really cool. I'd like to, you know, get my music on there, but I'm not sure. Tell me why I need to submit to OB in the Critique Friday show. Well, man, like, really, a lot of it has to do with, um, I feel when, when, when I feel like we get laughed at a lot. I mean, can we agree on that? Like Christian hip hop from from like mainstream or like even non Christians. I mean, they might look at may, maybe perceive it. Maybe I, I don't. Yeah, I, 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 I would say more more often than not, they don't even know we exist. So, well, that's the thing. That's yeah. the thing. They and when you say Christian hip hop, they're like, what? And and I feel I feel like man with this show with critique fridays i want to display that because through critique fridays and mind you i've done it for two and a half years now bruh through critique fridays i have found hundreds and hundreds of new people i have never heard of in my life you know what i'm saying and um it's been it's been so awesome to hear that we have real depth uh, and quality at that, at that, and that's that's another thing that I really want to tackle because we are known to have horrible, and I say it a lot on my show, horrible mixing engineering, and I really try to tackle that. Um, I, I get on people about that. I get on people about their names. Like I am tired of the cheesy Christian hip hop names that we have. Um, I'm, I'm telling you, there this past month i want to say month or month and a half i had about four people four to five people different people have the name prodigal or prodigal son as as a christian hip-hop name and i'm like bro this this is you know this is this can't be this can't be a thing for us man we need to um be those people who set the set the bar and standard i think christian hip-hop needs to be that uh, i think i had no big deal on the show um he actually popped into the live and he was there chilling and, and um you know he was he was even helping me critique some of these guys and he got I, I brought him on the live and he said that same exact thing he's like we we need to be those where the 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 lost people are coming over and they're like yo and they're marveling at the fact of what we're doing and how, why we're doing it like pretty much why we're doing it i, I do believe that there's a lot th- that i have heard a lot of artists where it's like okay i've heard this like a year ago or you know two years ago but i would say there's a lot of artists that are you know really pushing the bar which i really like you know um but yeah man i mean the reason why i i really urge people to 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 submit to uh, critique fridays is because i want us to care about our art and our craft and 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 do it in excellence you know shout out to my bro um derek minor who always talks about doing things in with greatness you you know we're meant to to do things with greatness and for the glory of god you know what i'm saying so that's that's what i try to you know push people to do you know what i'm saying so for sure for sure and guys when you submit one thing I will say is make sure that you can handle some criticism. It does not mean that, you know, if you get told, hey, work on this a little bit, it doesn't mean 
you're trash, go stop, or whatever. It means keep getting better, right? Uh, I think that's a problem that we have um, in this space, too, is people don't know how to handle that feedback. No, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that they... And I know, I know from being, you know, up and coming and stuff, I got a lot, I had a lot of yes men around me, you know, like my family, my family was like, I mean, you growing up and you're young, being a Christian hip hop artist and, and, you know, recording for the first time and all this stuff like that. And then you show your art to your family. Oh, that's good. That's nice. You know what I'm saying? So you think, and then your friends, they're like, oh man, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? But then like, you don't really get the real criticism like you would like stepping on stage for the first time or things like that i I remember the feeling of stepping on stage for the first time i remember the first time i stepped on stage in front of a huge crowd and for due to a christian hip-hop event i got i i was it was a beat battle (laughs) it was a rapzilla beat battle in 2012 and i got eliminated first round you know, so I know, I know what it's like to 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 go down to to take the the L. But what I what I call them the L uh, in life is a lesson. You know what I'm saying? I use my L's as lessons. Look at it as a lesson. So take your L's from today and um, create W's for tomorrow. So I, I I say that a lot on the show. Um, you know, I, I think it's important that we need to get our stuff critiqued and, and not have those same yes men around us. We need to have those people be like, yo man, this is, this isn't good. Maybe go back, work on this and don't. And if you can't take that, if you can't take criticism or you can't even take somebody, because some people will laugh at your stuff. If you, you can't even take that, then you probably shouldn't be doing music. Music is probably not the way to go for you. Um, you know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. And I would say another thing, if I'm an artist considering this, like one, one thing to really think about that I've noticed just from hopping in and just being a part of the chat is, I mean, you, you have your one-offs, but overall there's a lot of people that tune in on a weekly basis to your show. And there's like this community that's developed, you know, just from the people that are watching. Right. And those people, they, they'll, they'll talk and they'll provide feedback, but not only that, but they, they start supporting these artists. Right. So that's another bonus for, for get or another big reason to get your music in there because you might develop some new fans as well. So the the man, there's one person that has came consistently back almost every week um, on the show, and I gotta give a huge shout out to him. So New Tone, uh, I think he wrote a lot with uh, wrote around a lot with like Brian Trejo and all them. Um, back like with King Kingdom music. But New Tone, I remember the first time I heard this dude. And I was like, yo man, you gotta work on your stuff. This dude was trying to sing his own hooks. It was like the mixing was horrible. And he remembers he he's he's talked about it. And and it went from him doing that to like I started seeing he was getting like you know I, I rate if you know like Critique Fridays I do a rate systems from like one to ten and he was getting like twos and all this stuff <laughs> and this dude went from that to this dude has been winning a lot song of the night a lot from from just submitting to Critique Fridays now he went he 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 heeded a lot of, of my advice everything that I told him and he just he he stepped up his mixing. He went as far as buying new studio equipment. 
you know, investing into features and this dude has a, probably an album like a week. It's insane. <laughs> but he, he's literally he's in, he's so good, man. Like he's actually gotten so much better. Um, the way he's rapped, the way he's writing now, it's it's really, really dope to see. So that's one person I got to give a huge shout out to because it's been like a thing from the first time that he submitted was probably about a year and a half ago, maybe maybe almost two years now. But a year and a half ago, I remember him, him coming through and submitting. He even said it. He's like within a year, you know, OB's taught me so much just through the show. It was dope to see how what the type of feedback uh, not even just me, but the chat. The chat is always huge too. Like, like you said, the community. You had we had a lot of people, like just meeting on there. I, I, I like engineers, producers, you know, other artists. People are featuring with each other on there, and then they all come together every Friday, and we're all just finding new artists, listening to new people, connecting with new, like following new art like new artists new uh even even graphic designers man and to the point where now people are giving away we're giving away engineering because people are like sponsoring gifts and stuff like that for for the song of the night winner and all that type of stuff so it's it's uh it's it's dope man i love the critique fridays community and in the chat it's it's just great <laughs> for sure for sure so if you're an artist guys and you're listening critique fridays strongly considered i and i would even push you to do more than strongly consider. i would push you to go in there and get it because not only you know all the list that we've already talked about of you know the pluses to doing it you know getting in front of new people getting that feedback that's gonna help push you ob i've said it in the chat before one of the most genuine guys that we have in this space so i think anything that you can get um whenever you get an opportunity to interact with them you do it you know so so make sure you guys tune in on friday nights 8 p.m eastern and, and just be a part of it and, and grow and get better because that's what we want to see for you guys as artists so exactly yeah man but thank you i appreciate that man i mean when you comment like that like that means a lot you know it, hel- it helps me too because i've got a lot of flack on there <laughs> too a lot oh, of people i get it like, man I- <laughs> yeah so i appreciate you man just for saying stuff like that and and real quick i gotta plug this you gotta go get some critique friday's merch go get that <laughs> oh dude uh, it's, uh, hector hector <laughs> did hector did that new logo oh, right? he killed it, man. well yeah he killed it bro and the thing is like it hector hector knows what I, like i'm i'm really big on like supreme and like sneakers and stuff like that so like i'm really i'm a sneakerhead man and and so like the the logo he did like the little mario joint and he like mirrored it around me but the shirt had like the supreme box logo on it and i was like oh you know this is dope and uh chad posted it up on on or uh i think it was chad no 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 steven from rapzilla he posted it up on um the website so people can order the shirt well um we didn't know that that was like a copyright thing was gonna happen with that we just we we didn't think about it we they didn't even think about it they were just like oh we just need to get this shirt up but people actually were a some people actually able were able to get the that version of the shirt like we ended up getting a copyright uh flag and the shirt got taken down and everything like all the merch that we had up there had got taken down and we're like what happened like what what's going on like what's up with the site no nobody's able to buy a shirt right now and 
it literally said that and it was like for a day and a half or two that it was able to be up and people were able to order one but after those days they got like cut off for like a whole week and then we hector went back and redid it a little bit he ended up putting my logo on the shirt instead of the supreme logo and now it's back up so you can you can cop it and everything but like there was a lot of people that were able to well not a lot it was like a very select few of people that were able to cop the the that version with the supreme on it so like so like a lot of them got got it and it had like the supreme on it so i was like oh y'all got like a a very rare version of the of the shirt so so yeah now but now it's back up and 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 you can get the version with actually my logo on it but i mean shout out to hector man because he did a great job and they they went came through to to do that to help it was like a a more so of benefit towards my family like i said like with just i hadn't been able to work for like a month and a half really and um that 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 was i was really grateful for rabzilla and hector uh because they 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 really came through for me on that and it was for my birthday present because my birthday was they dropped it on my birthday so that's what's up that's what's up well ob man thank you so much for taking time out i mean, I know you're a busy dude so we appreciate you jumping on here i feel like there's so much more stuff that we could hit on and so maybe we can get you to come back on the show in the future yeah man i'm sorry i talk a lot no you're so. good man i love it <laughs> i love it man so, yeah 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 so we'll, we'll look to do that man because i think there's other stuff um, I think even just some of the conversations that have taken place, uh, you know, a little bit on the show with, with some of that stuff in the chat, like, dude, there was some stuff that I was like, that could be a really good conversation. So maybe we can make that happen, uh, soon. Yeah, of course, man. Just let so, me know. Just let me know. For sure. For sure. Well, guys, thank you for tuning in to this month's industry insider interview again with on beat music. Make sure you go check him out. Support critique Fridays on Rapzilla. Um, just support him, the production, everything that he has doing. Uh, guys, you you want to go and be a part of it? So, go do that. Thank you for tuning into this interview again. Shout out to our episode sponsors, including the Bookkeeper Twenty Four Seven dot com, for helping make this interview happen. And we will see you guys on the next podcast.